With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Come inside, the show's about to start. Guaranteed to blow your head apart. Now, the Andy Average Show on Ticket 760. All right, it's 6.02 on Ticket 760. It is the second hour of the Andy Everett Show. Again, thank you for spending your commute home with us today or listening online or listening at home on one of your smart devices or if you still have an old-fashioned radio, thanks for being with us as we entertain you with all the things going on in the world of sports for the next hour along with audio disseminators Irvin Zelaya and Sam Freeze. In this hour, we've got some celebrity death news to talk about and a sad day on that start. we got some baseball news to share with you. Baseball season is upon us with pitchers and catchers reporting this week. We've got an interesting uh, debate between uh, Curry and Mahomes on their impact of their sports leagues, and Stephen A. Smith weighed in on that. But earlier this week, Tiger Woods was talking at his press conference out in uh, California getting ready for the upcoming uh, Genesis uh, Invitational, which he'll take part in. And Tiger was asked uh, to uh, weigh in on LeBron breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time record. And I think it's really interesting when the greatest of other sports talk about the greatest of the sports that they admire. And there's plenty of athletes out there that admire 100% what Tiger's done over the years. And he goes back to the same with his idols who uh, and friends now who play uh, professional sports and have done great things. So here's Tiger weighing in on goats and uh, the goat uh, LeBron James. What he accomplished is <clears throat> is absolutely incredible of just the durability, the consistency, and the longevity. I never thought, I mean, I grew up watching Kareem here. I never saw him play at Milwaukee, but um, he was the cap. You know, that's all I remember, the, the Showtime Lakers. And watching Cap run down there with the goggles and hitting the sky hook, and um, that record we never thought would be surpassed. Uh, but what LeBron is doing, but, but also the, the amount of minutes he's playing, no one's ever done that at that age, and what he's done, and be able to play all five positions, and uh, that's never been done before, and, and then at this level for this long. And as far as our equivalent to that, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you'd look at maybe me and Sam uh, at 82. Um, yeah, it, it, takes, it takes a career to get to those numbers. And uh, that's how I, I think probably is best how you look at it. All right. Uh, he gave himself a little pat on the back, which I think he should. He, he's deserving of that, don't you think? Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a fair comparison to make, <laughs> him and Sam Sneed. Uh, let, let me put this into perspective a little bit for those of you that have forgotten or don't know or don't care. Um, in the modern era, you know, Sam, Steed won, uh, Sam Steed was a 50s, 60s, 70s, early 70s golfer, didn't win, I think, past 72. 
Uh, Arnold Palmer didn't win past 71 or 72. Jack last won in 86, I believe. Had some uh, cup of coffee contention moments after that. Um, so take all those guys out of the equation. Just take the golfers that have played from 1980 on. Tiger has 82. I think Phil had 44. And as I said to you yesterday, if you take Phil's world ranking at its highest point when he was second to Tiger, he was closer to the number 1,000 golfer in the world than he was to Tiger. That's how big of a gap Tiger had. When I compare LeBron James to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the first thing that I, th- I look at is the game has changed in that we have three-point shots. Now, you could also say the game as golf has changed because now we have drivers that hit the ball 400 yards, and we have athletes who have changed to be able to make that equipment go that far. So we're comparing eras again, uh, but Kareem made one three-point shot in his career, and LeBron made 2,233 as of the day he broke the record, or the day before he broke the record. So in basketball, I think it's really hard to compare them, but I think uh, obviously I'm going to give LeBron his due. I think he's one of the top five players of all time. Do I think he's number one? In certain games and in certain years, possibly. But I don't think he's, in my book, he's not all-time number one. I, I gave you ten names the other day, and I, put, I did them by position, and I think those ten names are the greats. And I think they combined, even even Kareem, was, for his time, was one of the most athletic players that was in the game. I don't know that athleticism and basketball were congruent, congruent terms in the 60s and 70s as they became in the 80s, 90s, and, and now. When you talk about Tiger, Tiger's issues have all been self-inflicted. He outran, he ran too much as a, as a, in his training. He tried to go into the Navy SEALs for, uh, and, and do what they did and lift way too heavy a weight. He got too bulked up. He injured his back. And then obviously he had a devastating car wreck, but his career was on the decline even before he had that car wreck. Yes, he won in 2019. Two years later, he has the car wreck. But, um, I, I if, if Tiger ever gets another PGA Tour win, and I think the the if is is very much there because of the condition of his health or another major, then that's just an, another part of the un, unbelievable legacy that he's had. And if LeBron were asking the same questions about Tiger's records, I think he would answer similarly to what Tiger just did in that, yeah, it's Tiger and Sam Snead, although he probably doesn't even never even seen Sam Snead highlights. He's seen Tiger highlights because LeBron and Tiger are kind of in the same generation. Tiger's 10 years older, 9 years older, but LeBron has been in the in the spotlight about the same amount of time that Tiger has been over the last 25 years. So, yeah, I, I love it when, when great players talk about other great players and how other great players motivate them to do what they do so well in their respective sport. And uh, we're gonna we're seeing that again, and just the fact that Tiger's playing is enough for a lot of us. It's not enough for me. I want to see him win again, and I think if he does, that becomes another, uh, like I said, another um, another mark in on his legacy. But it also becomes another sports story for that particular year that no one ever expected. Just like the 2019 Masters, and just like all the injuries, uh, the wins he had after he injured his back. Yeah, I mean, that next, if Tiger can win one more tour event, that next win is going to feel, it's going to feel as close to a, a major's victory, a major's win as, you know, any of the previous 82 
uh, or more so than any of the previous 82. I mean, that's going to be historic if he can, uh, you know, throw throw out the idea of winning more majors. If he can just win one more tour event, I, I mean, I'd stand by it. I would say that's going to be as much of a celebration as it would be if he was to, you know, haul off and win the Masters again or something. You know, and I have this theory as well. I think golfers like Dustin Johnson and Patrick Reed and Phil Mickelson look at what Tiger has done, and he's the he's the mantle that you look to go for. That's who you want to emulate. That's who you want to go after. And they look at their age and the number of years they're going to play, and their desire on how hard they want to work and practice. And they've said, you know what, I can't get there. So it doesn't matter if I win a PGA Tour event or the Portland Invitational as long as I get paid. And the younger guys like Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, Will Zalatoris, and guys like that, they're sitting there going, I can still reach that level. And I'm not leaving the PGA Tour because winning in Los Angeles, winning in San Diego, winning in in Phoenix, winning the Valero Texas Open, winning any PGA Tour event helps me get closer to defining my legacy with him. It took Phil 25, 30 years to win 44 times. It took Tiger the same amount of times to pretty much double that. And a lot of people look at that as, especially if you're over 30, and Dustin Johnson and Patrick Reed are, but if you're still in your 20s, you think, yeah, maybe I can do it. And I think to a certain extent that was one of the motivating parts. Not that the younger guys, some of the younger guys didn't go to live anyway because of the money, and the, and the life-changing and, and nature of the, of the money that was given to them. But the y- younger guys still want to chase Tiger. And I think the older guys don't care if they do or not anymore. So that's, uh, that's what we, uh, we have uh, with that. And I like I liked, uh, Tiger comparing himself to LeBron. That was pretty cool. All right, Stephen A. Smith had a, a debate today, and I agree with him on this. They were asking the question, who's the better uh, player in terms of the impact that he's made on his craft or his league and the two names were Steph Curry and Pat Mahomes and over the course of the last five or six years with the exception of LeBron uh, maybe 10 years those two players uh, have made the most noticeable impact on their respective leagues from a number of different ways Steph Curry's been a leading uh, vote getter uh, for when LeBron was in the east uh, and and Steph was uh, the, was one of the leading vote getters on the West from All Star. His popularity is great, uh, but here's the difference. And I I didn't listen to all of it. I just kind of read the story. But here's where Steph Curry is different, and here's where I think Steph Curry's legacy is in the game. He changed the way the game was played. He bec- he was the one of the first players to make the game positionless. And when he was walking down the court or running down the court and shooting transition threes early in the shot clock and making them and convincing coaches that that was a good play, not a bad play, the game changed. Pat Mahomes is a great player, but I don't think that he has changed the game as at the same way that, that uh, Curry has in his league. Mahomes is another line of great players. Now, he does it a little bit differently because he can run, but there's been quarterbacks that were mobile in the past, like Steve Young and and guys like that. Tom Brady wasn't that mobile. He was a pocket passer. Mahomes does it a little bit differently. We certainly pass the ball a lot more than we've done before. What I like about Pat Mahomes is that everybody on the field knows he's going to get the job done nine times out of ten. 
The thing I like about Steph Curry is that he's changed the way we play the game. And while he's not one of the top ten greatest players of all time, I think he's the number one player in the last 30 years about impact on the game because of the way we've changed it and how the rules have been adopted to increase scoring and to make the three-point play probably the most important play in the game. Yeah, I mean, I would argue it's going to be hard for any future NFL quarterback to impact their respective sport anywhere near uh, the way Steph Curry has the NBA and basketball altogether. I mean, you talk about specifically, you know, the parts of Mahomes game that we've seen before. You know, we've seen we've seen a, a guy with an arm like that. You know, we've seen a, a guy with rocket arm strength with uh, you know, a, a elite accuracy. We've seen, uh, you know, guys with better wheels and running ability like Mike Vick. You know, Mahomes is the one thing about him that I think is you can say is unique and different from all these other guys that you can compare him to. He is able to play the highest level of football as if it's backyard football on a, just a Sunday afternoon with yep. your friends. I mean, it looks like he makes the game... He makes the hardest position in all of sports look easy and childlike and and reminds me of literally you know like I said playing you know flag football or you know uh, you know front yard football with my friends growing up. I mean that is uh that is I would say the the most the most unique part of Mahomes game but then still yeah I mean the what Steph Curry has done and the way it's trickled down to all levels of the game of basketball um, hey, that's that's going to be hard to beat that kind of impact on any uh, any athlete's respective sport. You know, we we put Jerry West as the logo on the league because on the the logo for the NBA, and we have since the early seventies, uh, and and maybe even before that. And I can remember the silhouette uh, on a on a magnetic basketball game I had when I was a kid. You had these little stick figures that you could pass the ball back and forth to uh, your your player, and it was an NBA All-Star magnetic video, or not video game, but magnetic uh, basketball game. They had baskets, and you could flip the ball, this little styrofoam ball into the basket. And so I remember the Jerry West silhouette, and it wasn't long after that game was released that he became the logo of the league. And everybody says, well, the logo should be Michael Jordan, or the logo should be LeBron James. For me, if we're ever going to change the logo, we should change it to Steph Curry because he changed the way the game was played. Yeah, you know, there, there's a fair argument to be to be made there. I mean, a Steph Curry jump shot silhouette would make for a yeah. pretty good league logo if you now, were going to change it. Now, I'm a history. I, I like keeping things similar. You don't have a reason to change it, and I don't see a reason to change the Jerry West logo because I think that creates – an opportunity for people that don't know who Jerry West was to go look him up. Agree. If the logo wasn't there, people was like, he was he was an old guy and only won once, only beat the Celtics once, and needed Will Chamberlain to beat him to help him do that. Uh, but um, I so I don't necessarily want to change, but I would be more apt to accepting a Steph Curry change than I would the other guys, even though they were better players and had a very, certainly an impact on the game. I we still played similar basketball. They still threw the ball to Bill Cartwright and Stacey King on the Bulls. They just didn't do anything with it. They gave it back to Michael instead of throwing up a hook shot. Uh, and, and we still you know, uh, still went through Shaq with the Laker teams and Kobe Bryant. Shaq still got his touches. Now centers are just to get weak side rebounds and putbacks. They're really not affected that too much, that too much in, the, uh, in the game, and they don't run a lot of plays for them.
All right, if you need a new roof, I would suggest that the call you need to make right now or tomorrow is to Roof Fix. 210 Fix Roof or RoofFixSA.com because they are the fastest growing company by the San Antonio Business Journal and they started out the year with a bang and all of their vendors are helping them out with huge savings on different roofs. Like metal roofs, elegant, durable, withstand Texas weather better than a conventional roof and also safer when it comes to fires and lightning. Metal roofs can reduce your energy costs and they look fantastic. The new Tilcor metal roof is a roof that will last for the life of your home. Solar shingles look beautiful too, like the Timberline solar shingle from Roofix. Your house will be the envy of the neighborhood, and solar can help reduce your monthly electric bill. Get 30% tax credit along with thousands of dollars in rebates. No interest, no money down. Roofix was also the first to do roof tune-ups a few years ago. They still do that as well. So if you're building a new house and want the best roof in the world on it, or if you're fixing your roof or need a new roof because yours is aged, call Roofix. 210 Fix Roof and online at RoofixSA.com. We'll have more of the Andy Everett Show coming up, 618 on the ticket. All right, 622 on ticket 760. It is the Andy Everett Show. Um, I assume, Sam, you're familiar with Raquel Welch? Uh, <clears throat> basically in name. Barely? Yeah, basically yes. in name only. Yeah, I was I was looking through the shows that she uh, was in. By the way, she passed away today at the age of 82. She had a brief illness uh, lately, and uh, that was uh, considered to be one of the causes that... Uh, Ended her life today. Um, I was looking at movies that she was in because I don't think I've ever seen one of her movies from beginning to end, but I've seen a lot of snippets. And on these movies that do spoofs and kind of uh, make fun of the movie, other movies, those kind of were, were thrown in there from time to time. And I think for our generation, what she's most famous for is the um, – the poster on the prison wall of Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption to hide the the escape hatch that he was making. Yeah, I mean, that's really, outside of that, I don't think I've ever actually seen her on a screen in my life. She uh, took really good care of herself for a long time and looked very good up until uh, her passing today at the age of 82. So uh, we will... Uh, celebrate her life and Raquel Welch passing away today at the age of 82 kind of a iconic movie star and sex symbol and other things uh, from the mid 60s to the early 80s she did a few cameos after that but for the most part her oh, career ended, okay. ended in the 70s yeah, yeah she was the, in Naked Gun yes that's, that's exactly what I just <laughs> saw I do remember that now yeah she played herself okay yeah, yeah I remember that yeah, those were those were good movies. Leslie Nielsen was always always good to, for a laugh or ten. Yeah, classic. All right, the other night after the Mavericks game, Kyrie Irving was uh, hounded by the Dallas media and was asked if he's going to sign an extension with the Mavericks. Now, the Dallas media, I guess, feels like they have to ask that question, and they absolutely know what the answer to the question is going to be before they ever ask it. Because even if Kyrie and Mark, uh, Mark Cuban had had a, a, a chat and they decided to max him out immediately, they're not going to tell you they're doing it till they're both ready to do it. Uh, and there's no question in my mind that if he wants to stay in Dallas, Mark Cuban wants him to stay in Dallas. But apparently the agents have basically said to them, let's, let's see how this plays out. Let's see if this works together teammate-wise, and we'll discuss in uh, May or June. 
I don't think the Mavericks, the Mavericks have to look at it from two uh, spots. If they win a championship and he leaves, they won a championship. It was worth it. If they get close to winning a championship and he leaves, now they've got to go scramble and find a way to replace him and all the picks they gave up. And if they don't win a championship or get beat up early or this doesn't work out, now they're even further uh, in, in trouble. But the only team right now in the West, I think there's three teams in the West that I think are the best three. Denver uh, with the Jokic and the tandem of uh, of Doncic and, and Irving in Dallas. And then the KD, Chris Paul, uh, Booker deal in Phoenix. I think those are the three best teams. I don't care where they finish in the standings. As, as the season progresses through the last 25, 30 games, whatever it is, I think you're going to see those teams rise to the top, and I think we're going to have an epic playoff matchup with those teams. And Milwaukee and, and Boston and a few others in the, in the East are still part of uh, kind of getting in their way, but I think those three teams in the West right now, probably Milwaukee and the East, are the teams that I would pick going into the playoffs as, as the best teams. And I think it is 100%. The, if Mark Cuban thinks he can win a championship with Kyrie Irving and he leaves, okay, I'm fine with that. You, you bought a player, you got a ring, you moved on. But I'm, I'm guessing he wants to make Doncic the next Dirk, and he wants Kyrie Irving to be a part of that mix as well. And if Kyrie can I – I don't know who the alpha is on that team, if it's Kyrie or Doncic, but if they can coincide together peacefully – and Kyrie doesn't feel like he's being disrespected because he's got another dynamic player playing with him, then I think the Mavericks can be a great team for a long time. Yeah, and I mean, sitting here looking at the way the Western Conference standings are right now and, and you know, salivating at the idea of a potential Warriors-Nuggets first-round matchup and a Suns-Mavs first-round matchup. If I want the Suns-Mavs to be in the Western Conference Finals. We need to juggle those teams around a little bit. See, and I think, I think these standings are obviously going to fluctuate quite a bit with the you know post-trade deadline. I mean, it, I would say Suns and Mavs are you know the two teams that you know immediately you look at sitting you know currently suns fourth mavs six i think you're going to see some movement upwards from them too uh you know potentially kings falling back down to you know somewhere middle of the pack instead of the top 3 that they've held on to all season i think i mentioned the warriors i think once steph curry comes back we're going to see a you know probably going to see a late charge up the standings for them might even avoid uh, a, a play-in game, but that that would take a lot of doing. Uh, but the West, you know, really outside of outside of Denver, who has you know six more wins than the next closest team in Memphis. You know, Memphis is sitting there uh, five games behind the Nuggets and go all the way down to you know the twelfth seed Thunder, and they're only twelve games back. So you know there's well, a seven I, and, game difference between number two and number twelve in the Western Conference. It's still really jumbled up. Teams have played fifty five to fifty eight games so far, and I look at lost column when I get to this stage of the season. And how many games do you have to make up in the lost column? Right. And I don't think any. I, I think Memphis is the only team. Should they play well? that over 25 more games can make up four of them to get to the number one seed. So I don't think the Suns or the Kings or the Mavericks or the Clippers or any of those teams are going to outdo Denver by 10 in the next in the next 25 games. No. That would be basically going 
22 and three and hoping the other team plays 500. Completely agree, but I think that two seed through 10 seed, the last team that'll make the play-in tournament, I think we're going to see a lot of jumbling uh, oh, and, and juggling of of you know basically. And like we said, you know, there's a handful of teams that are on paper very clearly better than ones ahead of them now post trade deadline uh, with the acquisitions that were made. And I think you're, I think it's probably a, a given that the Suns are going to climb into that top two, three spot if they, uh, you know, if they don't pass Memphis. I think they'll definitely pass Sacramento, but it's going, it's going to make for some, you know, you said you want to see, you know, Suns Mavs in a in a later round. Some of these first round matchups are going to be better than a potential whatever the potential Western Conference final is, because we're going to see some you know heavy hitters going up against each other in the first round. Well, the best news I, I look at these standings: the Rockets, the Spurs, the Pistons, and the Hornets are the three are the four worst teams, and the Spurs are only one game out of last. So they need uh, as many ping pong balls as possible to strike gold once again. All right, let's talk golf. If you're playing golf soon, and it's going to be another beautiful weekend and beautiful on President's Day next week, so the Alamo City Golf Trail is where I suggest you book a tee time. I love to play the golf courses on the trail. And this summer, I'm going to make a golf trip where I'm going to play some hard courses. But day in and day out, I'd like to just play a golf course I can have fun at and shoot a good number. It's the best value in San Antonio for golf. Riverside's under construction, but it's going to be fabulous when it gets uh, redone this fall. You've got Mission DeLago just a stone throw from Riverside. I think the best collection layout on the trail. Willow Springs and Brack are great courses. And, of course, Brack is part of the Texas Historical Society of Golf Courses, recognized in the state as one of its most historic. Historic. Almas Basin, redone a few years ago, has some plenty of challenges, especially around the greens, and you can also tee it up at Northern Hills or Cedar Creek. San Pedro Driving Range in Par 3 is the best place to go get uh, lessons or to go get uh, your game worked on. The Par 3 course is great for kids. It's great for those who haven't played before, and it's great for you if you just want to go work on your short game and hit some uh, 80, 90, and 100-yard shots at the uh, Par 3 course. And the staff at the Alamo City Golf Trail, well, they're all golfers, and they want you to have the best golfing experience possible. Go to alamocitygolftrail.com, find the golf course you want to play, find a tee time, and get on the golf course, the Alamo City Golf Trail, right away. We've got a couple more segments to go in the Indy Everett Show, which is going to recommence next. It's uh, 631 on the ticket. It is 637. It's the Indy Everett Show on ticket 760. UTSA plays basketball on... um, on tomorrow night, we'll be on the air at uh, 6.30 with pregame show from uh, the Tudor Center. That is like Tudor, like the house, you know, Tudor-style house. I'm not sure if somebody named Tudor built the building or what, but it's been around for a while, and that's where we'll be tomorrow night. And uh, UTSA will try to get a win against the Owls. They should have beaten them the first time, but uh, they uh, ran into a hot team in the second half and squandered a lead and could not come back from that. Sam, are you familiar with these um, computer game simulations where they uh, put all the data into a, into a computer, maybe artificial intelligence, and it spits out the results? Oh, yeah. That's right up my alley. It's not up mine. It's just absolutely not. Because apparently I saw two stories this week. They, they basically did every NBA game for the rest of the year and did 10,000 different simulations. And then they also did the same thing for this week at the Genesis. 
for the golf. And there's 10,000 different scenarios. And I'm guessing out of the 10,000 scenarios, they may have picked a winner. But I doubt very seriously if the AI could pick one through, let's say there's 70 players and 60 and ties make the cut. So I doubt very seriously if they will have, if there's any of the 10,000 simulations that have all, say, 68 golfers exactly in the order that they finish. Yeah, I mean, I, I say I... I say I'm interested in them and it's right up my alley, but I'm not obviously a you know firm believer that it's going to absolutely play out that way. I think it paints a it paints as close of a you know AI generated uh, idea of the outcome as possible, but it's still obviously uh, in the hands of humans to carry it out. That's what I was getting to. This is this is human stuff, and here's where it what 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 I don't think any computer can take statistics and then factor in the choke factor because there are some players when they get in contention in a golf tournament or getting crunch time in a game, they shrivel up and they don't play very well. And there are times when those players rise to the occasion. There are times when a player you're not expecting plays, plays great and doesn't have uh, any, uh, any issues with the moment. Everybody's emotional the thing in their mind is different. And, and for a golfer, they can play well today and then have an argument with a family member or be going through some kind of a, a tragedy in their life that no one else knows about, and it impacts the way they play the next day uh, or the next game or the next week. And I think athletes of all, uh, of all sports have this happen. So I think it's kind of cool that these game simulations are something, if you're kind of into it, just to see what the data says and the analytics say. But I hope we don't get to a point to where – I saw this the other night. We were watching – I was watching, flipping through the channels, and I saw two guys playing Madden or whatever this, whatever video football game they were, and people were commentating on two guys playing a game, a video game. And I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't care. Um, it was like the Super Bowl of of Madden twenty twenty two or three or whatever. It oh is. yeah, that's a big event now. Yeah, it's a stupid event. What it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, whole, I'm sure somebody no bought punches, the advertising, yeah. so it worked out well for the network. That's all that But matters. it wasn't in my demo. I can assure you of that. Yeah, and I mean, as much as I say that, I mean, I I flipped channels and uh, did not stop down on that one. Yeah, I spent about. I spent about six seconds to figure out what it was. I was like, uh, no, next, next channel, please. So uh, they, they, they've got all these game simulations, and I'm sure there's all different things that they're going to try to come up with on, on what, uh, what's what. All right, uh, if you're a Yankee fan, uh, there are, there's uh, some uh, interesting news, and there's some bad news. Because uh, a pitcher that they traded for last year is going to have shoulder surgery. Shocking. And uh, he's going to miss the first half of the season. Now, I don't know if Frankie Montas got hurt last year, but I, got, I can't believe that between the end of their season, which was early October, and now, he didn't know that his, his shoulder needed uh, surgery. And I realize that there are players out there that have this idea, well, I got hurt on company time, I'm going to rehab on company time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy my off time with my family and then I'll go get the surgery, and I still get paid for half the season, even though I'm not going to be able to perform. 
I don't want that type of player on my team. And one of those guys was Shaq. Shaq, that's the way Shaq did things. I hurt my knee on company time, so I'm going to get it scoped when, when training camp starts because I don't want to go to training camp anyway. And I'll be ready at the All Star break, and I'll see you in the playoffs. I don't. I want. I want the Kobe Bryant's of the world that as soon as the season's over, they go find the surgeon and get the thing done, and they get ready to play the next season. Uh, I have a problem with a with an athlete who takes um, his job for granted when there's a million other people that wish they had his talent, and then that, and this is the way he chooses to uh, help the team. I, I've not, I never liked the trade in the first place. I don't think he's a very good pitcher. But the Yankees obviously do, or they wouldn't have traded for him. And he was going to be part of the of – the, um, he was going to be part of the rotation at some point or come out of the bullpen early. So um, I, I'm just I, – I have a problem with that. He should have gotten the surgery in October, and he should be ready now. Yeah, that's what – you know, going back to the time of that trade, there were questions already about his shoulder – uh, you know, before the trade uh, from Oakland. I mean, he was already being uh, held out of starts uh, with, with the shoulder issue, you know, shoulder tightness, and then, um, you know, only made a, a couple starts, I believe, after he came off the DL before, uh, you know, the Yanks traded for him. So there were already there were already concerns. And then, you know, of course, ended up having to be shut down once he got to New York anyway. I... When it's something like that where it's a lingering issue, yeah, I'm with you. You you gotta you gotta take the surgery and knock it out and at least be closer to ready uh to come back, you know, earlier in the in the following season. Because if it was already it was a known issue, you know, going back to last summer and and you know, just now is being taken care of through surgery, uh that feels like uh, probably a bit late there, Frankie. I want a player who wants the ball, and if you want, I want, to, I want a player that is, yeah, Garrett Cole's going to be the the opening day starter, but I want a player that says if he has problems, I'm in the game, or I'm going to be the day three starter, I'm going to do the day four starter, and yes, the, uh, I you know, I understand that you want to spend time with your family and you want to go on the vacation and all that, and you don't want your arm in a sling while you're trying to do that. I get that, but you're a baseball player. And your baseball career is probably going to be done by the time you're 33 or 34 years old. You'll have plenty of time to do that. So get with the program and get well and and uh, and make sure that you're ready for your team. You've let your teammates down and you've let your fans down and you're making a ton of money. That, that just doesn't work for me. The other news from the Yankees, and I don't think this is going to happen very often, but Aaron Judge was taking grounders at first base. Can you imagine him at first instead of the outfield? I mean, I think it's I think it could be a good way to you know rest his body a little bit uh, with the He just stands in the outfield. What is he doing out there? Yeah, but I mean, you and I <laughs> both know there's way less chance of getting injured uh, at first base than there is right field and having to you know, cover that much ground in the outfield, and especially yeah. with the length of the contract they gave him. He might get stepped him. on, except for the bigger bases. Yeah, again, yeah, I mean, the pizza box bases will save him from that. So, you know, looking, I'm I'm with you. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of it, but I think it's I think it's a precursor to what they're expecting the back end of that deal to look like when he when he's not as physically able to play right field. Let's get some work in now in these early years of the contract at at first base because that's probably going to be the way you know they're able to save some of the wear and tear on him at the back end of that deal. He'll be a DH by the time he's 35. For sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you uh, – people that don't take days off, 
and that they they are always there for you, and they don't do surgery when you need plumbing problems. When you have plumbing problems, that's AAA Auger. They're always there, and they're a phone call away. A A A U G E R two 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 eight four three seven. It's uh, and remember, they're not going to charge you when they come out. They're only going to charge you when they have something that uh, you need to you have to get fixed after you've agreed to have the job done. They're radio dispatched to your home or business as quickly as they can possibly get there, and they're always available nights, weekends, and holidays. They're my plumbers. I won't use anyone else but AAA Auger Plumbing. I left the house one morning. I got a phone call from the family. Hey, the hot water heater's not working. I made one phone call, and they said we'll have somebody out there right away. They were out there about by about 9.30, and they had a quote for me, and by about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I had hot water. That's how quickly they can operate. Sometimes they're a little bit longer than that because it may be a high-volume day or something like that, but they're going to get to you as quickly as they possibly can. My first experience with them was with a sprinkler system, and the sprinkler system got fixed right away thanks to the pros at AAA Auger Plumbing that knew exactly what to do. They're going to be your plumber, too. You use them once, you'll want to use them forever. AAA-Auger.com, 222-8437. They've been servicing San Antonio and South Texas for more than 60 years. The Andy Everett Show, one more segment to go. We'll do that next. It's 648 on the ticket. 653 on ticket 760. Um, Sam, do we know when uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to emerse from the doc- from the darkness? Well, what from, did he... Uh, the cone of silence or whatever? What did the cone of silence... What did he tell us? It's a... I think it's a four-day four day deal, but I don't know when it started. I thought it started yesterday. See, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this to you know when they select a pope. As soon as the white smoke comes out of the chimney, he'll have a decision on what he's going to do. It kind of feels that way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll like, see what. It, yeah, yeah, it feels like it's. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, so it's insane. He'll probably come out of the darkness retreat and say, "Oh, actually, uh, you know, my uh, my great takeaway from the uh, solitude was." That I need another darkness retreat in a month to yeah. eventually I'm not decide tell you to again. All right. Uh, Howard Stern, uh, on his uh, show this week, uh, had uh, some negative things to say about Rihanna's performance at halftime of the Super Bowl, including the fact that most of her show was lip-synced. Now, I don't, I don't know if um, this is done this way now. I would assume that it is. But for many, many years... The Super Bowl has always recorded those performances with the music the day before, and the artist has the earpiece in so they can know when the music is playing and they can kind of sing along with it. And she may have been actually singing out loud, and the mic may have been hot, but it may not have actually been the mic that was on the speakers. It may have been the recorded version. And there's a reason for that. These Super Bowl performances, uh, national anthem, flyovers, all this stuff, they are timed out pretty much to the second. They don't have any t- room for error. They, if somebody pops on the wrong wireless frequency accidentally, it can mess up everybody's uh, uh, communication. If the microphone doesn't work all of a sudden, now they're running behind. And the NFL wants that Super Bowl halftime show to be flawless. To be, uh, it's rehearsed several times. It's in the past. It was recorded on Saturday when there was nobody in the stadium, so that you didn't have, you know, um, uh, cellular interference. You didn't have uh, other uh, people. Other because you know, at the at the Super Bowl, you've got the um, flagship stations for both r- uh, radios uh, doing the game. You have uh, Westwood One. You've got whatever Fox or the TV network is doing. 
you got so many people on so many different frequencies uh, that it's really hard to make sure that nobody jumps on top of the other one. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if it wasn't. I really don't care that whether it was or wasn't. All right, that'll wrap things up for today. Thanks to Sam. Thanks to Irvin. I'll come to you tomorrow from Rice University in the Tudor Center before we do UTSA basketball tomorrow evening starting at 6.30. Have a fabulous day. Enjoy your uh, Wednesday night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow from H-Town. It's coming up on 6.57, the Andy Everett Show on the ticket. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.